0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Follow Monica on Twitter at Monica On Air Talk. On Facebook at Monty Matthews. This is how you live life with Monica Matthews. Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Life, love, and liberty. Life, life comes at you fast. Love, my daughter finds herself in love and on the brink of engagement. So I've spent my day today shopping for engagement rings so that she can decide on three and present those to her soon to be fiance to surprise her. (laughs) I would like to give a big shout out to Tara Fine Jewelry here in the Atlanta area. They are basically like our uh, family. They have taken care of our WSB radio customers for years in the Atlanta area and surrounding metro area. Um, And, you know, there's nothing like having a personal relationship with people whenever it comes to these milestone moments. My daughter brought it to my attention today after we left that, you know, we couldn't have the champagne and we had to wear masks and gloves and all that other hoobly goobly COVID-19 crap But she was like, you know, mom, all of my nice, beautiful, fine jewelry has come from this uh, small, uh, very close knit family oriented and owned and operated um, artisans, you know, uh, jewelers who um, have been with me since my younger years. And so it was just kind of a completed circle to have them also help me with something as precious to me as my engagement ring so never underestimate the power of your relationships immediately some of my followers on twitter said hey you know we know people in the atlanta area if you're looking for a good deal and i'm like "Mm, i appreciate that i you know i really do thanks for looking out for me i love you guys but um i would not trade The relationship that I have um, and the enthusiasm they have for my daughter's day um, and for my day, you know, because it involves the entire family um, to be able to give your child away into marriage and to allow them to leave and cleave, baby, according to the scripture, which Many of you know, because of the dysfunction of your own marriages, that not everyone abides by that biblical concept of leave and cleave. I do. Once you gone, you gone, girl. You ain't coming back over here unless he turns out to be a complete and total jackleg, in which case that will not go well for him. However, yes, your relationships with your customers so important. So as we start to un Uh, you know, roll out the carpet again to the economy uh, for small business owners, I really hope you'll take the time to patronize places that you have had a relationship with, you know, just make the extra effort if it's within your budget to do so, Um, to let people know that you still support their businesses. You know, after Hurricane uh, blasted through Panama City's coast a couple of years ago, I... Uh, really encourage my listening audience to take the time to support the folks on what we refer to affectionately here in Georgia as the Redneck Riviera. Um, but to really send, you know, a big thank you, open arms to them in the way of hospitality here, people who are fleeing Florida, uh, coming here to seek refuge, as well as, you know, us sending help to them. Um and, and also manpower, you know, because for back to my childhood, you know, that the uh, Emerald Coast has been home to many of my family's vacations. And so what a, t- what a way to give back to people who have selflessly um, opened, you know, their beaches and their neighborhoods and, you know, they, they put up with so much crap for just a few months out of the year, you know, but to um, hospitably invite basically you know the, the southeast into their home to enjoy their pristine beaches and, uh, and just a lot of family fun so you know this isn't the time to get greedy and miserly and afraid and you know if you see businesses opening that you have long patronized I would encourage you to maybe even sit down and make a list of those places that you would like to uh, help I will say that here speaking of uh, businesses businesses Here in the city of Atlanta, I've been quoted, and rightfully so, as saying that Atlanta, contrary to what your local government will attempt to tell you, that we are, uh, you know, uh, one Atlanta, right? We are the city too busy to hate. Um, I have long held to the premise that that is a bunch of Democrat crap. Because the truth of the matter is, we are the city too bitter to forgive. We just are. And one of the reasons why is because we have people, very high profile people, who are trusted by a particular demographic with information to be factual, uh, to be, quote, the people's centric. Um, who hoist themselves above the rest of society, um, entangling an entire demographic with a very intricately intricately woven ball of lies around um, segregation, haves and have-nots, privilege, white, green, blue, or otherwise, um, for really the, the sole purpose of maintaining an industrial complex of division, greed, fear, and hatred. That's what they do. Um, Recently, my governor here in the state of Georgia made an executive and informed decision, albeit some of you do question that, his ability to do so, but he did. Uh, An informed decision to reopen the state of Georgia. And by and large, for a very long period of time, left it up to municipalities uh, to decide how they were going to handle sheltering in place, depending upon whether or not you were a hot spot. Well, the county that I reside in, in Fulton County, which is basically the Atlanta city limits, um, we were a, a hotbed. And for all I know, we still are. I have no idea. But the governor decided that, um, you know, ultimately, he was going to mandate the shelter-in-place action just a few weeks ago, and he's recently lifted those and uh, decided to let the people decide, business owners business owners, and, and you alike, as patrons, whether or not, you know, you wanted to reopen your state and get back to business, slowly but surely, with, you know, uh, I call them suggestions because not everybody is abiding by guidelines. They are guidelines. They're basically guardrails. Uh, Other than 10 or more people, you're probably not going to end up in jail unless you live in Birmingham, Alabama. And thank God I don't because they've just passed a law that says that everyone that steps outside of their home has to be masked. You are to wear a face mask. Yes, it is true. This is still America somewhere. But in Georgia, that is not our plight just yet. So thankfully. But our governor decided to, you know, roll open the doors. Well, it took all of, not even hours, for basically, you know, the privileged, if you will, uh, congregation, the hierarchy of the black demographic, of political, gosh, there's just no other way to say it. But you know what? I won't. I'll, I'll, I'll just refrain today because i'm I'm just going to refrain today but but those people who capitalize on the fear and the hopelessness of others took to the airwaves, and these are people that you also, if you are white or Hispanic or otherwise, you hail them as entertainers as trusted sources of reason of advice giving of they're, they're basically the sages of the airwaves whether it be through a televised medium or otherwise and, and, and so there's been a level of trust that has built up with these folks over time they took to the airwaves to tell black America particularly if you live here in Georgia um, that the governor of Georgia was somehow hell bent On eradicating the black population of Georgia. And that was his motive and incentive for opening the gates uh, to the economy. Right? When I heard this, I was aghast. I couldn't believe my ears. I was sad. And I made a vow that I would never again patronize any form of content. That this particular individual... Uh, creates. I will never consume this person's media content, whether visual or audio, ever again, because of what I witnessed. It was so grievous to me. We have a generation of people who believe that there's another demographic of people who are literally still out to get them. Notice I said still because there was a time in history when blacks were positively marginalized. Uh, there's 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 no we can't if you deny that you're just a dodo, right? We all know that. Um, however, uh, in lieu of allowing us to actually become one in Atlanta, you have those who have literally made it a business model to keep us segregated, if by no other means than in our minds and our hearts. And it pisses me off more than anything I could possibly put my finger on. And I am constantly accused of being a racist because I speak to these matters because I am white. Somehow, somewhere along the historical continuum of race relations and the discussions thereof yours truly the white she devil otherwise known as you know the black man's kryptonite according to undercover brother which is a hilarious movie if you haven't seen it you should um yes uh blue-eyed devil that's me blonde hair blue eyes and i'm white and a female Bad, bad 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 according to some right for some reason i do not i have like I should not have any form of gall, unmitigated or otherwise, to speak to issues of race. Nevertheless, uh, because I'm an agent of liberty, as you know from my show uh, byline, um, life, love, and what? Liberty. And why is that? Because I'm an agent of the gospel of liberty. I am a citizen of the United States of liberty, right? So are you. And so if I'm not supporting and undergirding liberty, then that must mean I'm supporting oppression, right? You're either right or you're left. You cannot be centric whenever it comes to liberty or oppression, even in particularly if you are the person who says, well, it's not my body, it's not my choice. Okay, what about the child? In the state of Georgia, we've also been the first state to ever establish personhood. Granted, it is now held up in the courts in terms of having a six-week heartbeat and when our heartbeat bill, you know, is just, as you saw all over the world, just last year during our legislative session when we passed, I believe it's House Before 81, um, the whole world, you know, of the left blew up saying that we were um, infringing and encroaching upon the rights and the privacy uh, of women with regard to the rights of the unborn. And that a heartbeat would, in fact, establish uh, a life. Also, our tax code would establish a life. Because if you're going to um, tax an individual in the in the womb, guess what that means? They are, in fact, an individual. I thought it was priceless. I thought it was completely God and beyond genius. Beyond anything that man in and of himself could have come up with. So, it's now in the courts. We will have to uh, contend with that. But I have every reason to believe that this... In fact, will land us before the Supreme Court, which is where Roe v. Wade needs to uh, return for it to be completely overturned uh, and life to prevail. So you cannot stand in the middle of the road when someone has a knife to someone else's throat and say, well, it's that person's right to take the other person's life. Right. Like you just you wouldn't do that, would you? I don't know. Would you? Only you can answer that. So some things really are black and white. This is when my inability to not be black and white in my thinking really comes in handy. Because there really is just good and evil at the end of the day. I hate that saying, by the way. But at the end of the day, that's really all we have in the end. Right? Good and evil. Liberty and oppression. That's it. Those are the only measures by which we measure. Well, why do I bring up the race card? Well, because... For the better half of a week, I've been listening to how genocidal my governor is from folks on the left, including but not limited to our very own mayor here in the city of Atlanta, who makes everything about race, while telling people that we're all one happy family, right? Even as you escalate to the top of the escalator in Atlanta, Hartsfield, Jackson, however many other dead mayors we can include in that title, uh, to the top of the escalator, she welcoming you with big open arms to tell you what a big opening open happy one big family we are one we're one family right that's just not true now she has said black people please stay home please stay home residents of Atlanta please stay home Black people, we know that we are inordinately affected. We are disproportionately affected and infected by COVID-19. Never mind the fact that there are particular diseases that run the gamut throughout the black demographic as well as whites, but disproportionately so with diabetes, higher incidence of heart failure and heart disease. Uh, These are things that we know. Any scientist, if he was purple or a leprechaun, would tell you that this is simply factual data, right? So COVID-19. as we know, um, does tend to hit people with a compromised immune system. Well, guess what, folks? If you have diabetes, your immune system's working overtime. If you have heart disease, it's working overtime as well. If you happen to be black and you have either one of those your you are immunocompromised so stands to reason that if somehow some way it gets into your community and you happen to be predisposed to one of these two conditions or blood conditions or whatever we already know sickle cell is another is a blood condition that white folks historically do not contend with if it gets into your particular you know zip code for instance and more of you than not have certain diseases and disease profiles, then you may in fact have a bigger incidence of COVID-19. Uh, yes, we know that. So it, it it's, but, but this has been couched as, as like they're out, they, they, us, remember me, the she devil, they are out to get us. They and us. But remember we're one Atlanta, right? Okay. So they're out to get us. Well, As the world turns, Air Jordans are apparently still a big deal. Who knew? I didn't because I don't buy Air Jordans, and I have never purchased a pair of Air Jordans. And tennis shoes and things of that nature are just not high on my priority list. I'm just—they're not. Food. I mean, food absolutely. You can tell by my own butt that food and and um, water, you know, provisions, things of that nature, are very important to me and my family. But Tennis shoes are not probably going to be the first things that I went out to purchase with my stimulus check. Well, there's a picture in the New York Post. Gotta love it. The one time I will actually quote the New York Post. um, A picture of a group of black people who are standing in line um, to the tune of, I don't know, from this particular picture. It looked like there could have been 75, 100 people um, who were pretty closely stacked on top of each other. No one was practicing social distancing and they were at a mall uh, called Greenbrier Mall, which actually used to be the mall that I um, that I visited. when I was a child, I lived on the uh, south side of town with my family and that was the mall near us and that's where we patronized for you know things like tennis shoes. Well, this is a predominantly black side of town. There's a picture. Of a congregation of black folks standing in line waiting to purchase Air Jordans. No one from local government, to my knowledge, has commented on this. When I commented on it, I got everything from your far right wing crazies who, you know, yeah, that's right. You know, I mean, you know who they are, Um, who just will never like. Black people and think that I am, you know, saying uh, something completely derogative about blacks because they happen to be standing in line for tennis shoes. What I'm saying is really, really, this, this, in light of our homicidal, genocidal, criminal, I, these are all words that were either implied or used by a black. Very prominent media personality to inform and instill further fear and rage in Black citizens of Georgia, particularly in my city of Atlanta. Just a week ago, whenever it came to uh, sheltering in place, lifting the economic, you know, veil in order for people to continue to patronize uh, businesses and keep the economy stimulated and moving forward here in the state of Georgia. It was a white man out to get the black man. So that's why we opened the economy. Um, and the first place that people flocked to in droves were to a tennis shoe store to purchase tennis shoes. No social distancing whatsoever in the picture, not even a little bit. Now, when I posted this, again, I got some crazies, which is nothing new. I got others who are a lot like me who feel like, wow, really? Um, Okay, were there not other things that could have been purchased with that and probably using social distancing? I don't know. When I say things like that, it gets under the skin of some and they come back, even including the the guilty white folks. This one man says... I'm not bothered by that. Could you leave those people, I love this, those people, right? Could you leave those people alone? I don't care what those people buy. I bought a washer from Home Depot with my, uh, you know, with my stimulus check. What difference does it make what they buy? Well, here's, here's my problem with all of this. When I go to talk about this, if I talk from a place of love, concerned for a demographic of people, who are in fact still marginalized to this day, but not by the people that they've historically been marginalized by. I am still considered a bigot. When I tell you that 60% of the babies born in my state are born on Medicaid, yet and still you can flock to a tennis shoe store. To purchase however much that costs. I don't even know. I don't care. What I do know is that they are manufactured in China. So kiss my butt on that one. Because we should all be banding together to say screw purchasing stuff from China. It is time for us to return. I don't care whose face, whose emblem, whose name is on them. Here's an idea. Create a legacy for your own family. Put your own name on something that your own children and your own grandchildren and your own great-grandchildren can look to and say, That was my grandfather. That was my great-grandfather. That was my great-great-grandfather who lived during a time when opportunity abounded. And it was just a matter of exercising a little bit of a priority. Again, I tweeted just last week, When it comes to priority versus opportunity, you can see where people's priorities are that have nothing to do with having a white or purple or green Republican governor. Nothing whatsoever. Now, I say all of this, I say all of this running the risk that I will get called out again. For being a bigot, a racist, unnecessarily stoking the flames. But I'm going to ask you something. Are you okay encouraging this type of prioritizing with your tax dollars? Because I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm not okay stoking the fires of hopelessness for this generation and generations to come. I'm not okay with the black incarceration rates in this country. Not because they're disproportionate because of racism, but because they're disproportionate because of the lack of the family unit, the lack of the fathers in the house, the lack of order in the house where you do have fathers matriarchal witchcraft on top of that. And listen, white folks are not immune to any of this. But this is a conversation that has got to be had by people who give a damn. If you don't give a damn, continue going to your white guilt churches with your white guilt pastors that white guilt you to death with a dead gospel and an oppressed Jesus whose blood was tainted with something other than purity and an infallible sacrifice by the hand of an all loving, all knowing, all opportunity giving, all love and fostering and protection and liberty loving father of the universe, God. Right. Keep going to the churches that feed you dung instead of manna. That feed you 60-year-old crusted over moldy bread instead of daily manna. Keep going to the churches that hail reparations as if mammon ever repaired anything for anyone. Keep doing that for yourself. In the meantime, I'm going to keep speaking the truth. And for one reason. Because... It matters, and it sets the captives free. Life, love, and liberty. I'm Monica Matthews. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow. You can follow me on Twitter, Monica On Your Talk, Moni Matthews on Facebook, iTunes, and Stitcher. You can subscribe to my podcast. It's up daily. You can go to my website. Subscribe to my newsletters at monicamatthews.com. Be good to your neighbor beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.